At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Did you, did you hear that? Not a bit of Okay, it. so basically, you know what? I'm just going to give Debbie the headset and let Debbie say it. <laughs> I because, love it. Because I'm going to screw this up, and then I'm going to get the PowerPoint. I love it. Debbie! Hello. Happy Easter, Debbie. Happy Easter. I actually thought of you when I thought of this topic, and and this was a tricky way of getting you in. (laughs) (laughs) This wrote me in with with hot topics that I can't put down. Assalamu alaikum, everyone. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. Feel. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10... We did not know each other, and we could not speak to each other, because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who was taking donations from the NRA, name on you. I believed them when they said they were sleeping on concrete floors. I believed them. Children being separated from their parents in front of an American flag. I believe them. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if you're going to figure out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. Well, that didn't happen. Here we are. I believe these women. You're wrong. I feel extremely lucky to, to be here with all of you fighting for justice, for equality, for the right for us to equally exist in this country. There were 329 uprisings, 257 cities within four and a half years. And neither Martin nor Fannie had any control over that. We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. But their children were saved, and their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. Make a stand. I know I did. Thank you very much. 
And may God bless America. May God bless America. May God bless America. Wow, I love chickpeas. What's that? Oh, chickpeas. I love chickpeas. We have people. Thank you, Shy. Shy from Inspirations Beyond Disabilities was hey. uh, hanging around in the <clears throat> chat, and I didn't even realize it. Howdy, Shy. <laughs> no, I think I think chickpeas are fantastic. Um, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. especially like from a crop standpoint like uh, as a legume they're great because they're a nitrogen fixer so they really help they do help prepare soil um like especially like when you've had stuff that's been overcropped for a long time by planting something like chickpeas or um different uh different beans and peas you actually end up with some good nitrogen fixers that help repair the soil so you know it's part of that understanding crop science that allows you to grow better crops more regularly right but are they high in protein are they high in protein yes they are yes they are i mean if you've ever eaten hummus you know that that is uh awesome yeah <laughs> it's it's fantastic so yeah no chickpeas are chickpeas garbanzo beans are great and you know mm. as people start to figure out more and more what they can do with them i'm i'm excited mm -hmm. for that <laughs> Yeah, like I, I like the too. pasta. I I actually really like the chickpea pasta. I think it's fantastic. I'm all in favor of a bean um, bean diet. I try and have beans actually twice a week as well. I'm trying to do this with my body to where I'm I'm looking for foods that I like. Right now, I am trying to find a cereal. Like I'll be honest with you, I ate, I ate mini wheats and grape nuts and i would check my blood sugar and it would be up at like 350 mm -hmm. which is unacceptable right right and then but then so i switched to a different milk and i got it down and then i i don't know what i did i, I got my portion control in line and it was good and i was like good but then i i, I was at the store and i was like fuck you captain crunch and i got captain crunch with crunch berries and i was like if i'm gonna be at 356 i might as well enjoy it. right <laughs> oh man oh well it could be worse you could have you could have been the guy that ended up with shrimp tails in his cinnamon toast crunch oh my gosh that's crazy cinnamon gross. toast crustaceans wait <clears throat> crustacean that's toast crunch so whatever it is and they're they're finding metal and Gerber baby food, but anyway, <laughs> right. You know, and that's, oh, that stuff's just funny to me because, you know, I really feel like getting you in trouble. Are both girls in the room right now? Uh, Debbie, Debbie is Emily has, has gone outside. I have one topic that I want to discuss that I'm just starting to notice that would probably get you in trouble being on one end of it. Oh no. <laughs> well, and let's, then, let's hear the topic and then, uh, and then I'll see if Debbie cocks their head sideways at me and uh, see if this will get me in trouble. So, okay. So Debbie's <laughs> already smirking. <laughs> she might want to jump on. So feminism was this thing that empowered women, mm -hmm. right? And you can be anything and you can do anything and you can look any way you want. And a man's opinion shouldn't matter, mm -hmm. but I'm noticing that women are starting to fight back against that because there's no good men out there anymore because feminism has said they can do everything and they don't need a man for anything. So now there's like one attractive man that every woman is going for and all the good men have been like, yeah, okay, we're, we're going to stop looking. And I think women are like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> 
so it's this interesting, I call it the pendulum effect where people go hog wild for something, but then it goes the other way a little less and then a little less. And we end up a hundred years from now with equality. You know what I mean? Right. Um, <clears throat> I don't really know that there's much of a discussion here, to be honest. Um, okay. You know, I think simply put, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, equal rights are equal rights. Just because someone gains more rights, that doesn't mean that you suddenly have less, right. you know, so we'll start there. And number two, you know, the idea that we're, that, that women, you know, people in general are, you know, becoming more and more self-sufficient and they don't quote unquote need a man. <clears throat> They, they don't, However, they it, 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 you know, I grew up with a single parent, you know, mm -hmm. and, and my mom proved time and again that, you know, she could handle it on her own. Oh, totally. That's maybe not, not maybe think... not as well as she would have liked to, or as well as I would have liked it, but that's irrelevant. You do the best you can with what you got. Yeah. It, 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 we're all going to find a way to accomplish the goal it doesn't matter race creed mm -hmm. gender religion you're going to find a way to accomplish your goal it's not it's not about that i think it's more about the dating sort of aspect oh. of of this well of, so that that whole nice guy tm thing that they got going on mm -hmm. there yeah that's 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 cringe material right there well, I'm a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, why yeah. don't why don't you want to date me? How about you go fuck yourself because you're being a quote unquote nice guy because you think you're owed <laughs> sex or something? No, that's right. No. Being a nice guy because you have an agenda that fits your own is not being a nice exactly. guy. Exactly, being a creep. <laughs> oh, Debbie's smiling over there, so I think I'm. I think I said something right. That's good. Yeah. Or or you know or Debbie's putting together the PowerPoint of all the ways that I fucked up and I'm about to learn something here. <laughs> no, I, think I think i think you're doing okay i think you're doing now, okay. it's 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 yeah you, you you said it right when you're being a nice guy because you have an agenda you're not exactly being a nice guy right did you did you hear that not a bit okay so basically you know what i'm just gonna give debbie the headset and let debbie say it, <laughs> because, I love it. because i'm gonna screw this up and then i'm gonna get the powerpoint i love it Devi, hello! Happy Easter, Devi! Happy Easter! I actually thought of you when I thought of this topic, oh. and, and this was a tricky way of getting you in. <laughs> <laughs> you just wrote me in with with hot topics that I can't put down. I'm 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 seeing videos and social media where women are starting to feel guilty for their feminism, and mm. I was telling Jeffrey that the pendulum swings. Yeah. And until a hundred years from now, we have equality. But right now, I, I'm kind of worried. Mm -hmm. Yay! I'm kind of worried that oh. that this is happening. That women are going to start falling into this phase of I need to please a man again because there's not enough good men out there. You know? Oh I mean? yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the issue is that we're not teaching our men right how to be good men. Mm -hmm. We're we're teaching right. our women how to avoid bad men. And that's problematic. Um, and that's, you know, that's been a constant, you know, thing in, in education, like, oh, well, you know, don't, don't, you know, make sure you have your keys and your fingers at night, like, or we right. could just teach men, don't do that to women, because it's fucking gross. Um yeah, but, we focus on rape. We focus on the amount of rapes, but not the amount of rapists. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, so yeah, what I was was saying to Jeff was like you, you basically have guys who do that but i'm a nice guy thing and they do the nice guy mm -hmm. thing in order to like fulfill their personal agenda they want to be able to like have sex with you or date you or whatever but as soon as that right. person that generally like in i'm let's say this is a heteronormative situation so the woman sure, sure. says i don't want to date you for any number of reasons even if he's being nice um right which a lot of times comes off as pushy with these people so it's it's an immediate like red flag like but i'm being nice you know um right and as soon as that happens and the rejection happens then all of a sudden he's like well fuck you you stupid cunt or whatever you know he'll say whatever he wants right. he'll say like oh well you're a bitch anyway or you're ugly and it's like well right. you just proved the whole point that you're not actually a nice guy and you're just playing a nice guy to get laid and that's that's, that's right. where the problem is it's uh, well i i don't understand nice guys always finish last i'm such a nice guy i'm like well when you have to say that you're probably not and maybe you should work on yourself i totally agree with that i had a friend that taught me that lesson if you're doing something for yourself then you don't deserve a thank you from me <laughs> i was like oh well, damn <laughs> right absolutely and that's that's generally how people like approach relationships is and that's mm -hmm. why i think a lot of relationships fail is because people go into it with this idea that they have to prove something or they have to they have to show the side that they think that other person wants and they actually end yeah. up sabotaging their own relationships because they're not authentic and that That's right. authenticity is really what makes people like you and so if you go into a relationship not giving a shit whether somebody likes this aspect of you because that's just who you are like as long as you're yes. not being a dick then you're going to end up in a successful relationship. And I think that's where all my other, all personally, my other relationships had failed before I started dating Jeffrey again, is that I I was like, well, yeah, I'll, I'll play that board game. I, yeah, I love that mm -hmm. board game or whatever. And I that's hate who, playing this games. This is who I am now. Yeah, I, right. yeah it, you take on the personality traits of the person that you're trying to date in order to impress them when really what's going to yeah. actually impress somebody who you want to be with is to be yourself. I agree. And I think we teach young, I think we teach men that they are entitled to something. Right. And the goal is when they see a woman to find out what it is that they're entitled to from her when right. the answer is nothing, yes. but the man assumes, well, a, a friendly hello, I deserve that. Right? right. And they're constantly searching for what they need. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, we taught women, you can be a bitch like Roseanne and you still deserve to be treated like a queen, Absolutely. even though you're not treating people like a king or a person or human, right. you know what well, I mean? And you, you always deserve to be treated well until yes. I, my policy is like, I will treat everybody well until they do something that makes them deserve not to be treated well. Exactly. And that can be anything to anybody. And you, you don't owe anybody happiness or love or whatever no. like that's the thing it's like your autonomy allows you to not have to give that to anybody if you don't want to that's right and even if somebody has given you something you are not right. entitled to give in and of yourself anything. right well it, that's i think what i find interesting is like the phrase but after all that i've done for you no right after all that you've done for yourself to 
impress me. Like that, it, it, that I didn't yeah. ever ask you for that. Unless I ask you to do something, I don't owe you anything. Uh, I think men need to get that through their head. They absolutely do. And that's the problem is that it's they've been taught if they just keep pursuing, if they just keep trying, if they just mm-hmm. keep going, if they keep doing that nice thing, then that girl <laughs> will eventually fall in love with them or whatever. And that's just not true. Right. That's just not true. And you should always put your intentions out there. Say, hey, I think you're attractive and I would like to try to date you. Would that yes. – would that be amenable and if they say no then you can be like okay no i can i become your friend you know yeah put put the transaction up front instead of buying exactly like don't do all this stuff with the expectation that somebody can read your mind because they can't right so the best i'll get you flowers if you go on a date with me not i'll go on a date with you and then give you flowers if you do it right exactly well and and also like hey i would like to buy you flowers is that acceptable asking for consent is sexy asking for consent is sexy and you don't have to do it in a not sexy way right like be like hey is it okay if i hold your hand like that's that's right that's sweet and that's kind and i would rather have somebody do that than just try to grab my hand when i'm not expecting it especially as an (laughs) autistic person i'm like "Ah, why are you trying to touch me like ew right <laughs> you know so that makes that makes total sense what's what's fine to somebody isn't fine to everybody absolutely so it's always the best policy is to just ask ask what you want and if you don't get it yeah. then you can move on to what you, uh, another thing that you're going to want because the i think the biggest problem with men is that they think that sex and relationships are a scarcity mm. And the reality is they are absolutely not. There's millions of people in the world. It is like you're you're creating this idea of false scarcity because of your own deficiencies. So Wow, I like that. I can't get a woman because there's not any good woman out there mm-hmm. is different than I can't get a good woman because I'm not a good man. Exactly. I like that. Absolutely. Change who you, change who you are. I told my friend that you need to step away from relationships until you have to live life on your own and fight challenges on your own so you don't turn to somebody for that stuff and you know who you are yeah. so that you can so you can find somebody that fits you and not the life you need, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to force somebody to be somebody else just because it right. makes you feel good and you're attracted to their body. That's right. Like if they're settling, if they're settling for you, you don't need to force them into degradation to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you shouldn't have yeah. to settle. That's you shouldn't, you shouldn't, but people feel that they can't survive on their own and they need uh, somebody and that, because well, that's an issue of mental I, I, health. You have to come back and talk to us for a full hour one day because this could just go. This could just go absolutely, on. Absolutely, absolutely. I love you. Debbie. I love Happy you Easter. too. Happy Easter! I'm going to give you back to Jeff. Okay, All right. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> Bye. I love having Debbie as a resource. By the way, just so you know. And that is why uh, better voices than mine <laughs> should speak on the subject because you're actually going to get good information. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I love, and that's why I was trying to. I told her I was like, I just brought this up so I could get her involved. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's 
you know, that's kind of one of those things where lifting up the right voices is what we need to do in society. You know, mm -hmm. like we're going to be able to talk, totally. we're going to be able to talk data all day long with me, but on, you know, subjects like this, I'm not the best person to ask. I'm not the best person totally, to weigh in. I totally understand that. And that's why we need more interactions with more people like Devin. Exactly. You know, and, and, you know, with, with what you do and where you try to get more, more diverse groups of people talking about, you know, issues that are important in society today. It's, you know, having those conversations out there in public is going to get people thinking, well, hey, how do I address this issue? Or how, yeah. how do I know that? You know, I've never seen that this is an issue before. And wow, I didn't know that. And you can be a feminist simply by sticking up for yourself. You know what I mean? Just, just cherish yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the difference. You don't have to be a dick. You don't have, nobody has to be a dick to anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you can stand up for yourself and still, and still live your life. Mm -hmm you know, um, to your morals, to your values. I, I hate compromising myself for a relationship. I just refuse to do right. it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you know, and, and that's the thing about finding the right relationship is, is that, you know, you work together, mm. you know, you find your right yeah. partner and, and all works well. So, or partners, you know <laughs> partners, you know, what's amazing to me is, um, George Floyd, right? Mm -hmm. He's dead now. Yep. Because he tried he tried he tried passing a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. I'm gonna stop and, you right there and just just interject. I don't think uh, a fake twenty is a death sentence. I don't think it is, but how would we know when they never checked the bill? Mm. I know it's not a death sentence. Well, <laughs> I said, I said it shouldn't, you know, we, I, I can't even say that now. I, I, I say that it shouldn't be because the fact of the matter is, is that it already was once. Yeah. Oh, at least. At least. At least. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to yeah. go on an aside here real quick because uh, there is something that's actually really interesting that I've, I've managed to dig up. Oh, good, because I didn't know how to bring up this case from a perspective that the media hasn't been beating so, for weeks now. So, hot take, unfortunately, and this is going to get people a little bit riled up. Uh-oh. But, but, but I think that it's, you know, there's a lot of facets here, and it's, it's definitely not going to be favorable to, to, to the blue. So, we'll just say that. El Paso, Texas, 2016. Uh, another man... Um, was kneeled on for about nine minutes and died of asphyxiation. Uh, in his toxicology report, it showed that he was on drugs. So I can already hear one group of people going, oh, well, then he died from a heart attack or he died from, look, kneel on anybody for nine minutes and I guarantee you that there's gonna be some issues. Drugs or not. Of course. I mean, even if you look at the mixed martial arts world where they, you know, you have people that are putting each other into submission holds and making it hard mm -hmm. to breathe. So that way people will tap out. You know, the, the difference is, is that in, in, in those rings, you have a referee and when, when it's time to call it, it gets called and a story. Yeah. When somebody passes out, they, the fight is stopped. And you've got medical personnel that are there that are going to take care of people. This is not that case. So, right. so to me, as the data person, now that we, now that we know that there was another case like this, where you have somebody who was, you know, had drugs in their system 
and was knelt on and died. What that says is, is that the way in which you're, the way in which that they're approaching people that have drugs in their system mm-hmm. is not consistent with protecting and serving human life because this method is killing people. And that means yeah. that means that that method needs to go away. And what you're seeing in, in testimony uh, over right now is, is that you have veteran detectives that are coming out saying that what happened was not only not policy, but com- a complete abuse of force. Yeah, it's like killing. It's like shooting a gun. That's what the head of the Minnesota Police Department said. It's in the same tier as shooting somebody. It's lethal force that shouldn't be used unless extremely necessary. And that was just it. Like you know, it wasn't necessary in El Paso, and it wasn't necessary with with George Floyd. So right. so you know, and I mean the 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 video, the audio from the video itself. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, oh, I agree. Uh, but I just, just, I mean, medically from a layman, there's a, there's a vein that puts blood into your neck on one side and a vein that brings blood out of your brain on the other side. Rotted. And so if, if, if you press on those and a windpipe, you can't get blood to the brain and you can't get oxygen to the body to put it to the brain. And then when you have another officer sta- uh, kneeling on the chest, the, you can't get the the oxygen from the windpipe, of course, to the lungs. So it's this thing. Of course, it's so, going to kill somebody. Yeah, they called, it, right? they called it mechanical asphyxiation. So basically, right. you know, somebody restricted this guy's breathing to the point that he lost the oxygen to his who to his brain necessary to sustain vital function. Right. So I don't know if there's I mean, I I I don't see conviction in Chauvin's future, but he definitely should be. He cost the he cost his city twenty what twenty seven million dollars? Twenty three million dollars? Twenty-seven million dollars. I would be fired. Like the guy that the guy that blocked the Panama Canal for seven days. <laughs> Sorry, you should be fired. You know what I mean? Well, and 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 what what needs to happen as well as part of all of this is is that policy has mm-hmm. to be rewritten on how on how people are treated. That's, I mean, yes. that's we've known that for a long time. But unfortunately, money is the only thing that talks to most of these people, and until they lose their ass. You know, they don't mm-hmm. tend to change anything. You know, that's yes. that's where the frustration lies is, is that, you know, I've worked on the defense side and money talks to most of these people. And until they lose their ass and have to settle for a bunch of money, yeah, they don't tend to want to change anything. And the more money they have, the less likely they're going to change. Such Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> so... So the fact that this number one has already cost them a lot of money, and number two, it it should have cost them some policy as well. It, it should have there there should have been a drastic change in use of force policies, and mm. I would say that other other uh, police departments around the nation should take note because, especially if the Supreme Court ever does take up qualified immunity, like this is going that would change, and I, I they need to because. I, every argument, every argument would be made that what happened to George Floyd was not only, you know, a scaled use of force that was entirely disproportionate, Mm -hmm. 
Right. And I shouldn't even have to mention that it was deadly. But the fact of the matter is, is that the punishment did not fit the crime period in the story and 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 they don't even know that the guy actually did you know they don't even know that george floyd actually did pass off a fake 20 that's the point and even the clerk was like i would have just taken it like i would have just taken it had i known you know what i mean or i would have just not taken it but he he called the police and he has his guilt now and that's and that's the worst part is is that this dude you know the store clerk that called the cops you know for over a fake 20 you know he really has like that's that's a level of of personal guilt that i don't know how you i don't know how you deal with that outside of a lot of therapy but if he accepts it he has to pay out of his check for it and if he doesn't accept it then he's breaking the law by allowing this 20 to go back on the street so it's like he's in a he's in a tricky spot literally like like the dude is literally working for minimum wage and has no like has no choice in the matter like you know the the dude who got this 20 was just like look my my choices are i accept something that's fake and i get fired or i put it back into circulation then i get in trouble with the cops like i don't envy that dude's position he has no power no authority whatsoever but then to see that play out, like right, he, yeah, he did the right thing. He should not have expected those consequences. And nobody should have. Nobody should have expected nobody those have. those consequences. There is nothing at all that says that you know this person you know should have been number one arrested arrested in the way that they were. That they should have had. Right. You know, the fact of the matter is, is that you know he wasn't even like really like he wasn't resisting. Nope. He he wasn't combative. He was having nope. problems because number one, well, turns out he had drugs in his system, but number two, he had also had COVID. So he was legitimately yeah. having a hard time breathing. And he was claustrophobic, which made him putting him in the back of the car the way they did it cause anxiety. You know so I mean? you have all of these things compound. There is no reason why any of this should have played out the way that it did. Right. And especially from the use of force side of things. For the record, you could test every American and you would find out at some point they have drugs in their system. You know what I mean? Like Nexium causes a false positive for marijuana. So you're going to find drugs in people's system regardless. That's just how it is. They're in everything. SSRIs can be in our water. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we, we flush this stuff. So I don't want people to get hung up on the drug thing. No. To me, dr- drugs is a vacation for poor people because we can't afford to go to Bermuda. So we get high so that for an hour, we don't have to think about the fucking crappy world we live in. And people yep. need to get past that. Well, and, and people need to fucking leave legalize marijuana at this point like they mm-hmm. you know for example you've got a number of states that have already done it you've got more states that are going to do it the the feds just need to say you know what fuck it we're stepping out of this one we're not you know we'll let the states regulate it the way that they want to regulate it we'll let states decide mm-hmm. what interstate traffic looks like for that if you, if if washington can sell to montana or vice versa or whether or right. not you know anybody can you know it's just that, you know, the feds had their chance to legalize it and tax it. And at this point, yep. the feds can now fuck off and let the states deal with it the way that they want to. I think it's something the feds need to stay out of unless it becomes an overall agricultural um, thing they need to regulate. But they're, they're talking about the Fed is talking about um, legalizing, but putting a cap on it 10 percent. 
for uh, THC. No, I think I think that the feds just need to fuck right off with themselves and let the yeah. you know the states are already the states are already putting in their own laws and regulations on it. So mm-hmm. that way, you know, they can they can deal with it as they see fit. Really, the only thing that the feds need the Fed needs to do is say number one, it's legal. Number two, banks can now work with these growers. Right. Because because yep. the reality is is that you've got people who are growing it, you got people who are selling it, you got people who are paying taxes on it, you got people who are paying employment taxes on it. Mm-hmm. But they can't use a fucking bank because it's right. a federally illegal drug. I'm sorry, but that's just <laughs> fucking dumb. Like, yeah. like if you want to change a power dynamic between some of this, you just legalize it and let let states figure it out. Some states are going to be like, "No, nah, we're not going to do that right yet." Other states yeah. have already been like, "Yeah, we're doing it. It's worked out great." <clears throat> it's not going to be the windfall now that's that states think it's going to be in terms of tax revenue because mm-hmm. you've got a bunch of other states that have already made that you know made that a thing and they've made their money off of it. And eventually what's going to happen is, is that that weed tourism that some of the early adopter states uh, managed to have, that's going to fade out as other states legalize. And really, you know, you got people that are spending money on this stuff anyways. The state can tax it and do like what, you know, Washington and Colorado did. Give whatever taxes you pay on it, they go towards healthcare, they go towards education, they go towards, you know, any number of programs that, you know, help people affected by others. I, and, and on top of that, one of the other things that has come out in these studies is, is that states that have had legalized marijuana have seen their opioid deaths and usage rates drop dramatically. I mean, this shouldn't be, this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. You know, and especially, you know, with, you know, the other confounding factor in that that you have to take into account is, is that you've also had all of these opioid suits play out. So doctors aren't prescribing opioids all willy nilly anymore. Right. But, but having the access to marijuana has kept people from using other opioids. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. you know, and especially now where you have fentanyl, you know, out in the, out being uh, shipped out across the country. There, there's yeah. already been some cases come up where things are being laced with fentanyl, and that's that's dangerous mm-hmm. in and of itself. I mean, that stuff is hard to control in a hospital setting. And when I was when I was working for the hospital setting, they even voiced their concerns. A lot of them wouldn't use fentanyl because of because of the very reason that it was hard for them to control, and then the addiction issues that came along with it. Like they weren't willing to risk their insurance claims on using fentanyl. It just was not a thing for them. Right. When a doctor <laughs> prescribes a, a medication to somebody, it's risk reward. It's what reward will somebody get from the risk? But there's always a risk. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So the idea and that I, <clears throat> so the idea at this point that you know marijuana needs to continue to be illegal is just absolutely asinine. Of course it is. We should be we should be moved past that because if we had legalized it a hundred years ago, the the benefits that we could have studied and figured out and pre- made precise could be amazing. But mm. we're just starting that process now. But marijuana has a lot of things in it. You know, it it comes from nature, and it will. I don't know. I just hope they don't over use it i hope pharmaceuticals don't take well, it pharmaceuticals over, pharmaceuticals are already trying to use it there's yeah, there's a drug called marinol that's you know a derivative of marijuana but like but like a lot of things you know 
you don't get overdoses on straight weed. Why? Because the chemicals that are in weed will naturally knock you out. Whereas, yeah, right. where you know, the same was with opioid. You didn't have people die from opioid or, or opium, mm. I should say, uh, because right. because the chemicals that were within the opium plant poppies, uh, there were factor there were there were other chemicals that would balance out and cause the body to shut down and go to sleep. But with and you were taking you were taking it in a micro dose right a level one after the other until you passed out right it wasn't you're you're getting one super large dose that takes you beyond passing out right but with opioids what they've done is they've refined those chemicals and same with marinol they've refined it to the point where you get this super super sharp benefit to it but you don't have any of the limiting factors and it'll become deadly mm-hmm. I guarantee it. You know, I've had a number of people who were pro-marijuana, anti-marijuana, that for other severe injuries or other uh, other you know, issues, they mm-hmm. they switched over to marijuana, and you know, for for the remainder of their treatment, and they were just like, "This makes far more sense to do." You know, I'm not yeah. a zombie that's on a bunch of pills, but isn't that the problem? I mean. I'm, the, this is a bit of a conspiracy, but just from watching, the government likes us distracted or inebriated. You know what I mean? Because it were easier to control that way. More, more of what they want to do gets through that way. Well, I mean, the the government does. I have my own issues with the government. They're going to do what they're going to do, regardless of whether you're distra- distracted or inebriated. That's just the end of the That's story. Right. And, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do because they have the power to do it and fuck you in the process. Mm -hmm. That's that's really that's really all there is to it. You know, it's not it's not that they wouldn't do it if we didn't know they you know, if they if they knew that we were paying attention, they do it out in the fucking open and don't give a shit. That's that's the reality. (laughs) of it. Unless it's UFOs. Sorry. Well, I think I. Funny enough, I stay away from that subject a, because there is no proof. You know? I had a great, I had a great uh, quote from Stephen Hawking pop up like right before his death, and it was on my my memories. Is that you know Stephen Hawking believed that we hadn't been visited because if we had been and we had proof of it, like at Area 51, for example, that would mm-hmm. mean that the last administration did a better job of keeping that secret than any other thing that they'd ever done. That's that was my theory. Donald Trump didn't tell me. So that means that it doesn't exist, you know, well, because he would have he would have. I remember him being in so much trouble. And I would I would say he's going to say aliens exist. We got, <laughs> we've got so many UFOs. We've got we've got only the best right? UFOs. Everybody else's UFOs are crap. Yeah, that's exactly right. how that would have went. And it's no like do I do I think it's possible that we've been visited? Absolutely. I think it is possible. Do I think mm. that we have anything saved up somewhere? No, I don't. No. I think no? I think that there's I think that there's definitely um, there's a possibility. There's always a possibility, but I think it is infinitesimally small. OK, so. That's that's just that's just my take on it, but mm-hmm. the idea that we're the only intelligent life form in all of the known universe is completely not the case. I mean, when you think about it, our own written history is only about ten thousand years old, at best. Oh yeah, and when you think about 
just the the number of civilizations that have come and gone during that time is absolutely incredible when you think about the fact that our own sun is 4.6 billion years old Mm. you know and you put that 10,000 years into 4.6 billion you know there's a lot of potential civilizations that could have existed in this solar system alone i don't think that there are any but the idea that you know you know even just within that time frame now that's just within our solar system that doesn't take into account our galaxy which we have <laughs> no idea how much right. how much is out there that we it, within our own galaxy you know it's hard to say amongst the billions upon billions of stars in our galaxy whether or not there is an intelligent life form sitting in one of those solar systems out there and then right. put that amongst the billions upon billions of galaxies in the known observable universe the idea that there hasn't been a an intelligent species out there now when i say intelligent i don't necessarily mean advanced beyond us or at our level right i mean any sort of ability to write and communicate just the way that you know we have the idea that amongst all of those trillions upon trillions upon trillions of solar systems out there that there that we are the only intelligent species out there is mm, doubtable and okay. that you know and if there is a species out there that possesses the ability to you know not only just interstellar travel but intergalaxy travel would be absolutely right. incredible it would be but that's the fun part of thinking about it i have so many theories on it because i love thinking about it but let's see we can do you want to keep talking about aliens or do you <laughs> want to talk about something real let's <laughs> i mean aliens are real I got probed by I, one well, once. I, I, I believe <laughs> that there's there's been some... What, was he from Mexico? Uh, No, no, unfortunately not. I, okay. okay. So no illegal aliens no. are probing Jeffrey. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> I believe we've had civilizations in the past that tried to do the same things we're doing, and that's populate other, other you know, uh, planets and so i think the gray people are just our past that actually made it out into space before an ice age and then are coming back to be like hey how is how are you guys doing you know like, I mean? be like, but that's my theory right you've been in space too long bro <laughs> that's what i think so cancel culture huh mlb oh huh? yeah cancel culture in the mlb oh right. man i've seen so much around this so this one's just fun. The re- so the Republicans did something wrong. The, there was a reaction, and now they're complaining about the reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's you know, and when you think about how many people of color play in the MLB, yeah, right. I mean, from from around the world, mind you. Honestly, you know, once again, I'm going to go back to MLB is a private business. They made a decision that the Mm -hmm. values that georgia is trying to go after do not hold up with the values of the organization and they have every right to pull i mean you saw this with the ncaa tournament at the height of at the height of the bathroom you know the trans bands and bathrooms and the ncaa pulled out of north carolina you know for a tournament good thank you yeah and so to me it's like great you you know 
making bad decisions costs you money. That's the way the real world works. You make a stupid decision. There are financial consequences to it, you know, and it's, and it's so funny that what it comes down to is, is that when you make a decision, you know, like, like if MLB had decided to leave the all-star game in Georgia, Mm -hmm. you know, what are they telling all of the people of color that would be participating in that all-star game in Georgia? that that they don't think that it should be easy for people to vote and i fundamentally disagree with that that idea i think there are plenty of people out there where i question their logic but the problem is 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 that it's not one party or the other it's both of the main parties people will simply vote for those parties based on this mindless idea that well it's at least not that party and yep. uh, you know, it's one of those things. Like it's, it's really frustrating to me. It's going to the buffet and saying, "Well, I can have that piece of chicken, or I can have that piece of lettuce." Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm only going to eat lettuce, or I'm only going to eat chicken at a buffet. Mm-hmm. There's way more options out there than you realize, I guess. Yep. And the, and the reality of of these decisions is, is that I, when you when you tell people that you don't think it should be easy for them to vote when you tell people that they shouldn't even be allowed water while they're right. waiting in line to vote. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What the fuck? Yeah. What I'm having a problem with is the messaging on this. The messaging is this, and this is the mantra. And I think it's a pandering bullshit mantra, but this disrep- disproportionately affects black and brown people. And <clears throat> first of all, when a white person hears that, the ones that I've met, they assume, okay, this doesn't affect me, right? And but I think if you were to say, man, this affects you, you know, this the Republican voter that uh, works nine to five, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to get to the polling place to vote for your guy. And the Democrats who you think are lazy and on welfare and don't work are going to have all the time in the world to go. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're not disproportionately affecting Democrats. You're disappo- disproportionately affecting black, brown disabled frontline workers right. <laughs> that could be Democrat or Republican. Right. And really what it boils down to is, is that all of these, all of these reasons that people are trying to restrict voting access, like, let's think about it for a second. You know, if you're trying to restrict voting access, what you're telling people is, is that your vote is too powerful for them. Yes. And, and fundamentally I have a problem with that. That's, that's, you know, when, when you have people that are eligible to vote, you need to make it as easy as possible for all eligible people to vote. Now, yes. now the crazy part about all of this is, is that they're, they are literally going out of their way to create all of these crazy laws, which funny how the party that says that we don't need more laws because we've got good <laughs> enough laws on the books <laughs> and that laws are just a waste of government time and money are working to create a bunch of laws that they think are more effective than the ones on the books and are going to waste a bunch of government time and money. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That the party that supposedly cares about being financially conservative doesn't actually, they don't actually care about that anymore. They'll spend as much money as they want, as long as they think it makes them look good. They don't give a shit. 
but just that they and they think what looks good is opposing the other side no matter what exactly. it is and that's my problem you're not basing it on logic or benefits to their voters they're doing it blindly against something and the reality is is, is that you know we've got we've got a couple of different id systems out there really what mm -hmm. should happen is you should have you should have polls open uh, you know for 2 weeks in advance number 1 yep you should send out ballots to everybody number 2 and then number three, you show up to your polling place with your filled out ballot and your ID. They check your ID. That would be awesome. They check your ID, make sure that, you know, it checks out against their database to, you know, show that you're able to vote. Mm -hmm. I have, right. we can go into the discussion of, you know, the number of people that are disproportionately affected by, you know, previous, you know, crimes that have made them unable to vote. But the reality is, right. is that, if you like with my state ID, for example, it shows that I'm an American citizen as well. So I show up with one ID says, Hey, here's, here's my ID that says, yes, I'm an American citizen and I'm a citizen of the state of Washington. So I can vote in the federal mm -hmm. elections. I can vote in the state elections. I've got my ballot filled go. out. I can get everything tabulated in and out at a time that works best for me. That's how it should be. And, 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 that's you know the idea that the idea that you have to put all of these crazy fucking restrictions on are simply just to keep people from voting period end of story of course but i what i think you have is to have gonna... you have to have a physical address okay great so is the physical address the sidewalk out in front of the fucking store because you've got homeless people that don't have uh, a physical address are you telling me that they shouldn't be right. able, they shouldn't be allowed to vote like they're the ones that need to vote the most or, or you know, the 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 family that's fallen on hard times and they're they're crashing with a relative, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Like, told, or I'm a guy that... you know, you can't have a mailbox. Great. So you got places in rural America where they don't actually get mail delivered out to their house. That's where I lived. I only had a right. PO box. I had a physical address, but I only had a PO box. Mail didn't come out to my house. Only, only like UPS and FedEx came out to my house, and you can't send ballots by those. Hmm. So if if you can't send to a PO box, you know my white ass Republican family wouldn't have been allowed to vote. Right. Of course not. You're working. You're working your ass off twelve hours a day, and then the polls are closed when you have the time off. Right. So so the. You know, the idea that the idea that you should have to have all of these burdens in place to vote is just to keep a certain segment of people from voting because they vote a specific way. That's all that it is. Yeah. That's all that it is. Yeah. The reality is, is that all you should have to do is show up with your ballot that you received in the mail that you filled out. Yep. And your ID. Some something that says you're a resident. Yeah. You know, because there's people that don't have ids apparently in some of these states but what i'm saying is if you're going to require it you need to provide it exactly you can't Absolutely. you can't restrict people from you can't say you can't get it but you need it that's not then you can't make a law that requires it if you're not going to allow people to get absolutely it. and and that is that is a huge problem because mm -hmm. you know how else are how else are certain segments of the population supposed to be able to vote when they literally right. have nowhere that they are allowed to be 
Right. And I'm not talking about immigrants. I'm talking about the farm worker in Mississippi, the, mm-hmm. the you know, the guy that's just in rural with no broadband and no, mm-hmm. po- no male, you know, the, the, the indigenous people on their, on their land that aren't, that don't have mailbox mm-hmm. service like we do. These people, they need to vote. And the reason that there isn't more of these people in office is because they've been mm-hmm. restricted from being able to vote in these ways. Yep. So, so there, there you have it. And, and the people that are fond of voting restrictions, mm-hmm. funny enough, are the same people that think everybody should have a gun. <laughs> Yeah, right. It's like I love. The, wow, it's like what you you think you think that the ballot box is far deadlier than your firearm. I'm sorry. What? I love the new the new saying is, "Oh, you're not going to wear a mask, huh? Because God God will protect you. Then why do you need a gun, huh?" <laughs> well, you know, oh, my personal favorite was when someone tried to tell me, or somebody sent a video to me where this priest or pastor was talking about how. Wearing a mask is anti-religious because masks block prayers. And I'm like, so your all-powerful God is silenced by a five-cent piece of cloth. Okay. Wow. That's all it took. Wow. That's that's not very powerful. Right? I mean, they, they just created a whole Bible to keep people in line, but you ruined it with a piece of cloth. Damn. I wonder what else I can ruin with a piece of cloth. You know... I, I've been hearing this. I'm not going to stay on this topic much. It's still a thought in my head. But I've been hearing a lot this God exists because you can't prove that he doesn't. But I'm on this tangent of God exists because I can prove it. And so this is where my thoughts are. And I think that if you define God as a living, breathing man with fingers and toes, he doesn't exist. But if you can rephrase that and think of God as more of laws of the universe, like uh, Mm -hmm. something in motion stays in motion type thing, then yeah, there might be a God in the details, but I don't think there's a physical presence. But you can pray that Mars isn't going to run into us. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I just think it's the natural laws of physics are more of the definition of God. You shouldn't say he has gray hair and a beard. You should say an object in motion stays in motion. You know what I mean? Well, you know, you think about some of these things. Like, for example, why, why, why is it that we, when you, when people pray or when people wish, some of these things come true? The answer is because mm-hmm. thoughts carry with them energy. You know, it's right. the the positive energy that you you put out. You know, to try and make change happen. Sometimes it's through simple actions. Sometimes it's through words. The idea being that, you know, when you put good things out, good things return. Yeah, there's always going to be the bad things that happen. But the reality is, is is that, I mean, at least for me, I'm more of a fan of random mathematical chance than I am of, you know, the explanation of, well, this good thing happened because of God and this bad thing happened because God is testing you or the devil or whatever. It's just not right. right. That, you know, that just doesn't work for me. But what does work for me is, is that when I put positive things out and positive things return, it's because I'm doing positive things around me to try and get positive returns. And on the inverse, when I put negative things out, I shouldn't be surprised when negative things come back to me. That's right. I thought to myself, if Jesus, if we were meant to live up to the standard of an actual man called Jesus, 
we'd fail every time because we can't turn water into wine. But I think using him as a metaphorical example of zero, where if you do more than what Jesus would do, then you're plus. And if you do less than you're negative, you know, like a miracle doesn't have to be water to wine. Sometimes a miracle is just introducing two people that will forever know each other. And so or, it's or, the defi- definition. Or helping someone who who goes on mm-hmm. to do great things that help all of humanity. I mean, the, right. the, the simple answer is, is that when you look, when you, when you read the Bible, you know, what you read are a lot of men's interpretations of what is Christian and what isn't Christian. But when right. you read what the actual actions are across, you know, the, the three main gospels that I grew up with in, in the Catholic church, what you see are actions. And the actions were very simple. If you love everybody and you take care of everybody, that love comes back to you in, in ways that you right. that you can't possibly fathom. That's right. And that's what it's about. It's not it's not a literal interpretation saying I have to go slay a lion. It's saying, hey, if you come into this scenario, you know, mm-hmm. it's a I don't know, it's just a it's an example of what to try for. It's not it's not a baseline. You know what I mean? It's kind of, it's, it's inspirational. You're, you should always be inspired to be as good as this guy that they said was good. And if you're less than that, you should start trying to readjust yourself. You know, (laughs) it's, it's simply why I try to love everybody as much as I can, you know, and everybody love everybody. Yeah, exactly. Hey there, a dog, everybody love everybody. Or ignore them. That's what I say. If you can't stand somebody, ignore them. It's just there's no reason to put negative things out into the universe, and that's just that's just right. the answer that exists. Is, is that when you put when you put harmful things out into the universe, you shouldn't be surprised. That's like you know, it, it's it's it, the best way that I know how to describe it is if you know gardening. When you when you put a bunch of when you put a bunch of time, effort, and love into your gardening you're not surprised when the the products that come out of your garden are delicious. No different than if I were to dump a bunch of, you know, poisons and toxins into my garden (laughs) would not be, it would not be one bit surprised that when I go to eat those foods out of my garden, they're toxic and deadly, you know, and and that's just it is you can, you can be toxic and don't be surprised when those relationships either abandon you are toxic right back. But when you put in the time and the effort and the love, you know, that's what you get in return. It's quite what simple. A great episode. What a great episode. I did not expect any of this. <laughs> I love it. Kind of a wild, <laughs> kind of a wild ride. Yeah. All right. So you ready for this Let's one? Let's hear it. Mobster movies. Mobster movies. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mobster movies. That's a great one. Road to Perdition. I love Road to Perdition with Tom Hanks. I'll I'll have to watch it. I just watched Goodfellas last nice. night. That's why I ask. And it could be one of my favorite. Goodfellas is a good one. Three quarters of it is my favorite mobster movie. <laughs> the last fifteen minutes or so, I'm not a big fan of. Well, that's happened. I I see why I see why it needed to go that way. It's just I don't I don't like watching cocaine usage too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, Road to Perdition with Tom Hanks is a really great movie. I really enjoyed that one. Um, nice that's perfect so that's all i needed yeah that was easy i easy. love it easy <laughs> is there anything you want to sum up with before i go on to my promotional I'm trying to think if there's anything that 
we talked about that I didn't that I wanted to cover that we didn't. I mean, I don't think so. You know. Okay. Jesus poops Easter bunny eggs. No, no, no. The Easter bunny definitely. Uh, well, a rabbit fucked a chicken, and that's how we ended up with colorful eggs. Mm-hmm. Well, a, a chocolate rabbit fucked. <laughs> oh my god. A, a chocolate. Yeah, I love it. I love Easter. I love Easter for kids. You know what I mean? Oh, man. I really think it's it. It was always one of my favorite holidays because of the spring and the pastel colors and all of the candy and just that one day when my mom was nice to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I, I I have a lot of fond memories of Easter egg hunts and you know family gatherings and yeah, you know, I had a video of my niece uh, that my sister sent me wandering around in their garden finding easter eggs you know that's awesome so you you know i heard I, something interesting about easter that i can only say during easter they make easter eggs that beep for the uh visually impaired oh that's awesome that is freaking awesome i didn't know that i did I not know about that either <laughs> and you were talking about just to wrap that up you were talking about text mm-hmm. texting originated for the deaf mm. you know and I saw somebody was explaining uh, accessibilities for the disabled that normal people use. And texting was one of those that I remember her talking about. Yep. I think that was awesome. No, and, and I think that's I think that's absolutely fantastic, you know, in in that, you know, especially because there there are definitely ways in which, you know, we could totally make this happen in in different ways like for example Mm -hmm. you know there is there is probably no good reason why somebody with low vision like you know i'm used to getting caller id right you know we have a system of dots and dashes the morse code that would to me i see no reason why we couldn't have something like when you get a phone call it starts vibrating in morse code so like for example mom you know, whatever the, yeah. you know, there's probably there's, and technology is going to be crazy. There are going to be things that they come up with crazy idea. This is going to be a fun one, but I, I, who knows reactive phone screens that raise to make braille. Even if the back of the phone has the braille so that you can, when you pick it up, you can rub your finger on it. Well, just that'll, that'll be my, that'll be my, my sci-fi manifestation for that is, is that has smartphones with braille that allow you you to feel numbers. And when somebody's calling, have a reactive. So it's like, Oh, Hey, my friend, my friend is calling, you know, right. Don't know. I love, don't know if that'll ever be a thing, but we put it out into the universe. And you know, herbal essences, if you feel the back of their bottle, you can tell the difference because there's the bumps for uh, conditioner and shampoo. Interesting. So I know it's just nobody, nobody in the world wants to use herbal essences, but I'm so happy for that. (laughs) I'm so happy somebody thought of that, right? And somebody shared that so that we would know. People just don't know this stuff. You know, I think it's, there's QR codes everywhere that can help visually impaired people to get the stuff they need onto the onto the device they can read it on so i can find a menu at waffle house by putting it on my phone and zooming it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i think that's just so cool i can on the back of the quaker oats box i can just take a picture of the qr code and get 
how to the cooking directions. So I think the world is going in a great direction. We're not trying to cancel people. Right. We're not trying. We're not trying to cancel people. We're actually trying to create things. Reasonable accommodation. Yeah. So I just think that's so cool. I love you, Jeffrey. Love you too. You gonna go celebrate Easter with the kids? Oh uh, yeah. I think we're just gonna park our asses on the couch and chill out and just relax best easter ever right. i'll see you next week and we need to get uh debbie on probably not next week because we have dan mm-hmm. coming in i hope i hope i hope we get dan coming in and then uh but we need to get debbie maybe we'll have to do like a late night thing with uh adam and debbie and you and me and just do one of those just things have ourselves there. a little a little fun debate Yes, we're we're trying to start the unsigned countdown back up, which is just a music based conversation, just like this, but all about music all the time. And Adam's on board. So oh, I would love I would love to talk unsigned music and and just listen to music and go for it. All right. Well, you got it then. We'll we'll have to schedule a date for that. Yeah. Go have fun. We'll catch you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Public Access America. You can find us on Red Circle. We're no longer on SoundCloud, but you can find us on Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, Radio Public. You can find us here on YouTube where you can catch our live streams 3 p.m. Eastern. No, I'm sorry. You can find us here on YouTube. Oh, wow. <laughs> spontaneous ad reads do not work always have something in front of you you can find us on youtube our sunday a.m live stream is noon eastern 9 a.m pacific um listen to inspirations beyond disabilities our live stream is wednesday 3 p.m eastern noon pacific and really do me a favor and try to change the world for good stop putting that negative out how about that one week one week we don't put any negative energy out there right and we see how life goes i love y'all thanks for listening to those who would tear the world down we will defeat you this is our moment this is our time to those who seek peace and security we support you yes we can and to all those who have wondered if america's beacon still burns as bright tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth but from the enduring And I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. Ask not. Yes, we can. What your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. I, poor little children. Yes, we can. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I don't have to tell you things are bad. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take it and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Welcome to Public Access America. Yes, we can. Now on Instagram and SoundCloud. We wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter. Podcast, the Stitcher Smart Radio app, Potable, and Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history 
in the making. <laughs>